Welcome, listeners, to www.ironradio.org, the website and podcast for all things strength sports and sports nutrition. With your hosts, Lonnie Lowry. Remember, Phil is like a gnarled old oak tree held together with scar tissue and bone spurs. Rob Fortney. And I'm telling you, the pain that I would suffer was beyond excruciating. And Phil Stevens. Do it, Rob. You'll kill all those nerves. Thanks for listening. Welcome, IronRadio.org listeners. This is Lonnie Lowry. I'm an exercise physiologist, and I'm a nutritionist, and I'm a former competitive bodybuilder. This is Phil Stevens. I'm a powerlifter, Highland Games athlete, trying to be a boxer. I run Strength Guild and the USSF, amongst other things. Dr. Mike T. Nelson. I do work for Eat to Perform, Director of Education for the Mindset Performance Institute, and teaching four classes for Globe University this quarter that all have to be done and graded by this Sunday night. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. Before we hit the record, everybody, that's what we're fussing about. It's <laughs> grading time. So. See, so, yeah, what I've been dealing with is holiday shoppers with all my clients. So. Oh. In the, the, with the fitness industry stuff. So, holy moly. Like, what do you mean? Crazy. Like, fulfillment of all the products that I do. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, it's been. I've never had a holiday rush like this. And it's like, oh, truckloads. Literally. Like, the U.S. Postal Service loves us. There you go. <laughs> We're You're keeping them in business. Nice. So, yeah. Well, we yeah, good. People take out our mailbox. That was fun. <laughs> Literally, it got just mangled. Mm. So. You know, this is the first year there are more people shopping and getting their products and Christmas gifts online than in oh, person. Yeah. And we're like yeah, that. Record. We don't leave the house anymore. My wife, we, they have a service now at the grocery store that you order online. If you order more than $100, it delivers to your house. So nice. we don't have to do anything. Man. We do something similar like that with <laughs> Amazon. With um, We limited it to supplements, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, because then you don't have to think about it. Oh, my creatine's here every three months. You can schedule it every three months, six months, one month. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, we just got a nutrition order. So here's a professional segue um, to our first news tidbit here. Strength and muscle sport news. Um, have you guys seen, I'm sure you have, the protein oatmeal? Um, this is a little flyer kind of that was in my order of of whey protein here, but it's convenient nutrition, oats and protein. So it's got like 18 grams of protein mixed in. Uh, presumably there's some whey or something in there. Uh, this is a maple spice flavor. Uh, and again, this is just an ad. But to me, this sends up a little red flag that they're going to charge me uh, for my protein by cutting in something cheap like oats, I guess is what I'm saying. You know, it's kind of back in the day, those weight gainers that were like 80% sugar, table sugar, you know, and then they would throw in some protein and stuff like that. So I have mixed thoughts about these oats. I mean, I have oats and whey protein and berries almost every morning, but I must rather just buy the whey protein and put it in my oats. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so this is actually an oatmeal that has protein in it already? Is yeah, that right? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's convenient, nu- gotcha. convenient nutrition, oats and protein, it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be a newer product, but um, paying for the convenience factor. It's a convenience. It is. You know, yeah, nine fiber. products that add uh, oatmeal protein, or I'm sorry, oatmeal carbohydrates to protein afterwards, which it can be all right if you're looking to get a few more carbs in and you're you know want to do it in a convenient way. But mm-hmm. yeah, 
Yeah, I just want to know what the price is because, like I said, it's just a little flyer. Because if it's costly, just get dirt cheap oats. Buy yourself the cheapest massive bag of whey you can find. It is, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. that hard to throw a scoop in the morning in yeah. your oats as opposed to if, if this is a specialty product. Because, like I said, I feel like on one level it's convenient. On the other level, I don't know. They're charging me a premium price for oats. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so that's one thing I just wanted to bring up. I don't know what listeners think about that, but sort of interesting. I know Metrix has one of those too. Yeah, Metrix used to have all the super high protein stuff. Like back in the day, I think they were the first company to have like high protein pancakes and pasta and all sorts of stuff. Like yeah. years ago. Yeah, it's a neat idea, but you know, like I said, when you're throwing in baking mix and oats, um, you're kind of cutting in cheap stuff, and you know, but. Um, okay, I have three tidbits here from Tufts University. And listeners, if you're not familiar with Tufts, uh, they do a lot of stuff with, like, um, I believe the U.S. Department of Agriculture. They publish in premier journals. For nutrition, Tufts University is big time. They have a Tufts newsletter, and that's what some of this is from. So you can get tidbits uh, pretty early on from their newsletter. Let me show you this first one here. Uh, eat, sleep, and be healthy. It says well-rested adults tend to eat better. Um, the research is pretty clear that people who get regular sleep have healthier body weights. So we know that, right, as opposed to people who basically skimp on their sleep. It says whether this is because sleep keeps weight in check, um, people with better body weights sleep more soundly, or whether it's some other reason is not known. So this Hassan Dashti uh, is the investigator. It says he may have found a connection between sleeping and food choices, and he's mm-hmm. suggesting that this is the connection maybe between uh, poor sleep and you know your risk of higher body fat. So they published this in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, which is the highest uh, valued often uh, nutrition journal, but looked at 15,000 people across different countries and compared how much they slept versus their uh, macros. Uh, fat, protein, and carb intake in their diets. He found younger adults who reported sleeping more tended to eat less saturated fat than their less rested peers. Now, I'm going to get to this saturated fat thing in just a minute in a different study, but um, he found that uh, older women who slept more ate fewer carbohydrates. So he says, our results suggest that the connection between sleep and weight may be partly due to food choices. And he took it a step further because these guys are big time there at the uh, Tufts University labs. And they looked at the clock gene. Uh, Mike, you and I have heard a lot about this. But um, mutations in the CLOCK gene, the circadian locomotor output cycles kaput gene, uh, which affects circadian rhythms and helps control appetite, etc. He said those results weren't statistically significant. um, But he did find some evidence that people with a certain clock gene mutation uh, for them, getting regular sleep could really be important as far as keeping body fat off of them. So there, I guess there are a certain percentage of the population that sleep really affects their body fatness more. I mean, again, if it pans out to be statistically significant eventually. so um, Yeah, we saw that in experimental biology. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name, Turek, I think. It was the same guy we saw in Spain, too, was mm-hmm. presenting on... Uh, elegant mouse study they did with that and they were 
I think following up at that time, they hadn't presented the data yet on exactly that, the human versions of people who had the clock mutation gene. And he said they saw some pretty significant effects so far. So I would, would expect we'll be seeing a lot more from that in the future. Right. It's one more thing. It's like with coffee or anything else. I think individual nutrition recommendations are going to be the way things are headed because we've always tried to make these blanket recommendations like don't eat saturated fat, you know, and that's not very applicable to some people. Depends on what your genetic makeup is. So I know sat fat is very controversial, especially because a lot of lifters like coconut oil and there's so many different aspects, right? So as a quick um, primer here, Triglycerides, 95% of all the lipids in your diet are triglycerides, right? Triacylglycerol. The business end of a fat molecule, of a triglyceride molecule, whether it's in your blood or in on your plate, is the fatty acid part, right? Triglyceride. There's three fatty acids, and they differ hugely. They can be saturated. They can be unsaturated. They can be long. They can be medium or short. And that's where a lot of the nutraceutical and the calories, frankly, are. So I always tell students that fatty acids are really the business end of a fat molecule. So saturated fat like coconut oil, yes, it's saturated, and it could raise your blood cholesterol concentrations and whatnot, but something like 60% of all of the fatty acids in coconut are medium chain. So you digest and absorb those differently, and arguably they're less likely to become body fat. Um, We had Carrie Hogan on talking about how they might soothe your gut. So, yeah. you know, interesting things with different fats. But so this one also from Tufts, this is just an article really, but it's about a study, a reason to be choosy about fat. It says limiting saturated fat could help people whose genetic makeup increases their risk of being obese. Researchers uh, from the Tufts lab identified 63 gene variants related to obesity and used them to calculate an obesity risk score. Uh using 2,800 white American men and women in this case. Those with the higher genetic risk score who consumed most of their calories uh, or more of their calories from saturated fat were more likely to have a higher body mass index. I know that's not body composition, but let's face it. If you're not a lifter and your BMI is high, it's probably fatness largely. Uh, We already know there are certain genes that interact with dietary fat, and affect your body mass index, says senior author Jose Ordovas, who's a director of one of their labs there. So uh, bottom line, it says that while total fat intake was related to a higher body mass index, people who are genetically predisposed to obesity and ate the most sat fat had the highest BMI. So he's speculating then that saturated fat might interfere with parts of the brain that let us know that we're full. So I think sometimes we go so far um, like maverick in the weight training industry, you know, the fitness industry. Oh, no, saturated fat's good. I'm embracing it. It raises testosterone (laughs) and it does this and that. Well, pros and cons, right? All fatty acids have nutraceutical effects. Some are inflammatory. Some are anti-inflammatory, you know. And I do think there are people who need to be careful going off the deep end with their saturated fat intake. Uh, because of their genetic makeup. So, Mike, I don't know if you've ever heard anything about this, but uh, sat fat pro and con, I guess. Yeah, there's. I think we're finding out exactly what you said. There's there's more individual difference. And uh, a similar study came out, actually, this is October 20th, 2015, in AJP endocrine metabolism that was increased intra 
myelar cellular lipid slash impaired insulin sensitivity mm-hmm. associated with altered lipid met- metabolic genes in muscle of high responders to a high-fat diet. So it's an interesting study that they looked at people who had a good response to a high-fat diet and what was going on. So again, the takeaway is that sometimes we're even within healthy people, we're finding that there's different responses. And, you know, listeners are probably familiar with the the fat that's stored next to the muscle historically used to be a marker for impaired insulin sensitivity. Yeah. And then they started looking at athletes and said, well, wait a minute. Some of these athletes have the same thing going on, but their insulin's not screwed up. So what they found was that those people were more active, those fats were probably being used, and even though they looked the same under a slide or MRI or how they imaged it, the function was actually completely different. So, Right on. Yeah, athletes, uh, lifters, anybody who exercises regularly, and I think a lot of listeners know this, but if you don't, you can store more carbohydrates, more glycogen in your muscles. You can also store more of these little lipid droplets, fat droplets, right next to your yep. little mitochondrial furnaces. Right, and uh, I remember living through that, right? I mean, Mike, we're similarly aged. Yeah, there's all these lipids, little oil droplets in diabetics. That's probably screwing with their ability to use carbohydrates. And then, oh, wait, but runners look like that too. So for different reasons, (laughs) you know. So, no, interesting. Um, I don't know, maybe the 23andMe will eventually become the kind of approach that people use, you know, more individualized stuff. But um, Yeah, and I, I am talking with a researcher on genetic testing again, so hopefully I'll have more info on that probably early next year. So Cool. Yeah, I've actually loosened up. Uh, I, I eat coconut fat. Um, I eat grass-fed butter, stuff like that. Phil, I'm guessing you don't shy away from saturated fat too much. No, it's one of my staples. <laughs> okay. Yep. Is there any macro you don't shy away from, Phil? No. <laughs> I like all the macros. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when I was young, I would have I wouldn't eat anything more with more than three grams of fat. I'm not kidding. When I was like a well, late teens, wow. yeah, That's and to do not not good. You know, I so I was more of a pasta. I would lots of dairy and pasta, and you know, stuff like that. Proteins and carbs and chicken and. But not the fat so much, and um, yeah, I, I don't think that's a good idea. And especially my familial cholesterol—we hover around one hundred and sixty. I mean, it's rock bottom. What am I doing? Clearly, I'm not one of those sat fat um, problem genetic makeup, you know. Because some people they look at butter and their cholesterol goes over two hundred and fifty, you know, or something yeah. like that. And anyway, yeah. even performance wise, I'm sure you guys can agree with this that I've got some clients who are on a. You know, pretty high carbohydrate diet, you know, not super low fat, but lower fat-ish, and they do great. You know, and other clients, if, you know, they kind of flip that around, their fats, you know, moderately high, not crazy high. Their carbohydrates are kind of moderate, and, you know, protein's pretty good, and they they do better on that. Right. You know? So there's a lot of individual differences, too, that takes a little while to figure out. Yeah, maybe one day we'll do a a little show on whether you should restrict fat or carbs. You know, when it comes time to actually cut calories, there are some hints that you can take about should I cut fats or carbs, I think. Because you don't necessarily have to have a full genetic screen. You can look at your family history and some of your, you know, physical responses, I think, after eating. You can get some clues at least. But Yeah, and you can also measure your own blood glucose. I've done that for like the past three months now. And when you're talking about sleep, I was tracking a whole bunch of stuff and – 
the thing that made the biggest difference by far was if I was in a sleep debt or not. So if my sleep was really kind of compromised, my blood glucose would actually go up quite a bit from, mm-hmm. you know, mid-80s to, in the worst case, was actually over 100, 110. Then I'd get some sleep, you know, a couple of days later, be back down to, you know, 83, 74, 91. Um, that had a pretty big difference. Yeah, my mom just gave me an article from the local paper, actually. I don't have it in front of me, but the guy was suggesting that we lean on coffee and caffeine too much because he's basically suggesting far more of us have sleep apnea than we know, and yeah. and we get lousy sleep. And he was saying how remarkable you can feel, because I struggle with fatigue quite a bit, and I'm, I'm almost certain I have some element of sleep apnea. Part of it depends on how heavy I, I am at the time, I think, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. So he's warning about coffee and caffeine as a band-aid for poor sleep. And like you said, it screws with your uh, blood sugar metabolism, your fatigue levels. There's probably a lot to that. And it's true. I mean, I there's a lot of times this past semester I probably got five or six hours of sleep, not even rock sleep, you know, just maybe spotty. It's just no wonder, you know, you start to wonder, why am I so fatigued? What is it that's not going on? Well... You know, your sleep sucks. You got to sleep. Anyway. I have clients who are like, well, I don't really have any sleep problems. I feel pretty good. And they, you know, drink a fair amount of, you know, caffeine, even two to three cups of coffee a day. I'll try to slowly cut them back down to, you know, like a week or two without any caffeine. And almost every time their need for sleep goes up pretty dramatically, you know. So they're Mm -hmm. just using smaller amounts of caffeine to sort of pinch it for sleep. So they don't necessarily feel that bad but when you you know start to remove that then they're like oh i feel kind of tired huh? yeah right. yeah yeah <laughs> go figure okay i have one more uh this is about essentially a new pathway or aspects of a pathway for muscle growth so again this is the 2015 tufts um this is the winter newsletter uh, says trying to understand why older people have a hard time building new muscle Tufts researchers may have found a molecular culprit. So they published a study in the FASEB journal, uh, and it says uh, researchers at their human nutrition research lab, they recruited 16 healthy but sedentary guys. Uh, Half of these guys, so eight of them were in their 20s, and the other eight were in their 70s. Um, And they had them perform a single bout of resistance exercise meant to trigger muscle protein synthesis, Uh, It says, when the scientist examined tissue samples taken six hours after the exercise, the older men had lower levels of microRNAs. So Mm. microRNA, right, small molecules, uh, they play a role in regulating genes, and in this case, genes for protein production. So as I'm reading this, I'm thinking pathways like mTOR and you know, the aspects of some of these molecules that may be larger, more complex than a lot of people make them out to be. Here's yet another layer in all this, right? So not the usual kind of RNA. So usually a messenger RNA is what I think about, right? What leaves your nucleus, goes out to the little ribosome factory in the cell and says, make me this protein, we need it. Uh, Well, this isn't that. So I'm not well read on micro RNAs, but they seem to be uh, playing a huge role in basically anabolic resistance, you know, so uh, I don't know. Are we going to see people eventually doping micro RNAs or if that would even work somehow? I don't know. But hmm. yeah, that's very fascinating because, you know, the, the classic study in 2012 we've talked about by Yang showed that 
uh, older people needed twice the amount of protein to get the same acute uh, anabolic response. Exactly. So there's multiple things going on there. And maybe microRNAs are another one to add to the list, too, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. How far we've come from the old days in the, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, where guys just took extra testosterone, you know, and now there's so many aspects of the these pathways that people are trying to manip- manipulate, you know, leucine uh, for mTOR or who knows, right? Watch dietary supplement companies come out and start talking about this stimulates your micro RNAs will make you more <laughs> anabolically sensitive, you know, any kind of mechanism that they can jump on. You know, whether or not their product actually does anything to that mechanism, 90% of the ad is just about the mechanism, you know. Yeah, and that's a, that also shows you, too, how sort of robust and redundant all those processes are, too. You know, there's obviously tons of little things you can do to help, but there isn't going to be, like, one major switch that's going to fix everything. You know, they've been looking at anabolic resistance in older people for quite some time and mm-hmm. there's a lot more research but it's it's not going to be just one thing. It's going to be, you know, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. You know, it's going to be multiple things going on. Right on. Yeah, people try to, you know, they they focus on one thing and then everything else down-regulates to compensate and you get right. no net gain. And great. So. Okay, uh, well there's there's much um, end-of-the-year grading to be done today, so we're going to move on from the news to the topic of the day uh, after the break. Uh, we're going to do lightning round questions. I've got some fun questions for uh, Phil and Mike, uh, this or that types of questions. And maybe listeners can think about themselves and answer uh, yourself if you're listening in the car or, or whatever. So we'll be back in just a minute. Hey listeners, this is Dr. Lonnie Lowry. If you've ever had anyone critique you uh, on your protein intake as part of your weightlifting lifestyle, oh, you poor meathead, all that extra protein is going to rot your kidneys or weaken your bones or dehydrate you or give you gout or who knows what, Uh, there is a book available. You could simply Google CRC Press and Lowry. And what I've done is reach out to experts all over the world and create a book, a single compendium that you can hold up and say, this is why I consume extra protein. This can be very valuable when you're um, being quote-unquote educated uh, by various professionals on the topic. Uh, There's an enormous amount of literature in this book on the safety, uh, the effectiveness, how protein works in cells, the history of protein and weight trainers, uh, much more. So again, please check out CRC Press and Protein and Lowry. You can just Google that, and uh, I do, full disclosure, I do make a small single-digit royalty on the book, but that's not why I did it. I did it so we can all have something, uh, our particular population, uh, to both defend what we do and to inform our nutrition and our eating. Thanks. Hi, this is Dr. Lonnie Lowry, and on behalf of Phil and Rob, I'd just like to let listeners know that if you love us or you hate us, we'd like you to leave a comment or perhaps vote for us on iTunes. It helps us out quite a bit on the popularity side of things. Uh, you can also follow uh, Dr. Lowry, me, on Twitter. Uh, it's Lawnman7 on Twitter if you want to do that. We also have a Facebook page, the Iron Radio uh, listeners page. So uh, whether it's leaving a comment or voting for us or following us on Twitter or Facebook, 
that would be fantastic. Also, uh, occasionally Rob or myself will write an article for another website and Phil will as well. So lots of ways to um, interact, uh, follow us in other media and vote for us and uh, keep things going strong on Iron Radio. Thanks. I can't stop feeling Some of us don't understand How lucky we are To be living in this Hi listeners, this is Rob Fortress Fortney. I'm here to remind you that as the holiday season approaches and your thoughts turn to giving, we like you to keep Iron Rating in your thoughts. Every week it's been our privilege to bring you weekly news, experts, and gym talk. Did you know that now roughly 20,000 brothers and sisters of Iron count on us for these things? Of course, not everyone can afford to be a supporting member or a significant one-time donor. But for those of you willing to pitch in, $4 per month or $50 just once, we're about to sweeten the deal. Become a supporting member or major donor, and a limited number of you will receive a gift worth over $20. And we will never forget our existing supporters. Simply email me via ironradio.org, and I'll send you a free seminar from Dr. Lowry on how to significantly and realistically boost your testosterone levels. Help your iron brothers and sisters who cannot pitch in but deserve better internet programming in our sports. And happy holidays. Like your weekly fix of Iron Radio? In addition to being a popular institute on iTunes, we are also on email. Simply go to www.ironradio.org and sign up for the voluntary email. You'll get a once-per-week email, no more, that's little more than the show notes and a link to the audio. So go for it. All right, everybody, we are back. I am fully uh, dosed up with my... Death Wish and Valhalla Blend coffee. Ooh. Oh yeah! <laughs> so I just yeah. I just got given some of that for for the holidays. So um, we, I got both of the two most highly caffeinated blends of coffee available <laughs> on the market today. So I figured that fits in with what we were just talking about. But Lonnie's going to do some lightning round questions with us and see what we can turn up. So. Okay, yeah, I've got different categories here. So what I'll do is I'll throw out the question, and let's just go Phil, then Mike. So I'll answer the que- I'll ask the question, and then you guys give me your this or that. Okay, okay. don't now don't cop out and say both, you know, <laughs> because that's not that's not going to work. So try to try to stick to the the there or goes your answer, Phil. Mm-hmm. It's what makes it hard, right? It's or you know you're presented with two bad things or two good things, and damn, you know so. Can I pick one and then, like, give you a long paragraph on why? <laughs> well, then the lightning part of the lightning round goes away. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you if you feel absolutely compelled to, to qualify your choice, then okay. Yeah, that's for the long thunderstorm round. <laughs> so we've got training. We've got physique uh, category food uh, media. We've got a tech and tools category an education category, and then a, like a transportation travel location category. Oh, nice. All right, let's start with training. Some of the we'll start with some of the obvious. Um, Phil, and then Mike. Bench or squat or deadlift? 
squat. I just I just freaked everybody out by saying that, but squat. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's easy. Deadlift. <laughs> All right. I think I got to go with uh, squat. Next, ten sets of three or three sets of ten. Ten sets of three. Okay. Yeah, I'd go with ten sets of three too. Yeah, I, I'm torn these days. I do a little bit of both, but I said we couldn't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, next uh, for training category, strength or size or speed? Oh, mm. gosh, that's tough. Strength. Yeah, I'd go with strength too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with size. Um, next, stretch or foam roller? Stretch. Ugh. Um, stretch. I hate the foam roller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with stretch as well. I've never used a foam roller. Uh, um, wraps or straps? Oh, wraps. Uh, I'd have to go with straps. I don't ever use. I don't think I've ever used wraps. I very rarely use straps. Okay, I'm gonna go with wraps myself. Um, as far as some of the conditioning stuff, uh. Sled or sprints? Sled. Uh, I'd probably go with sled, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to do that, too. It's just more fun. I don't know. Yeah. Less, less injuries from what I've seen, too. Right on. That's yeah, what I'm can, thinking, I too. I can sprint with a sled, or I can just load it up and go slow and still work really hard. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah sprints, um, I'm going to sound old, but sprints hurt me. <laughs> they just <laughs> and, and not in a good way. I always, something screws up. If, if I really turn it on... Yeah, not good. I'd much rather do something, you know, against resistance. Uh, bands or chains? Bands. Hmm. Uh, I I go with chains just because they're cool and they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> they do look cool. I like chains too. I don't use them a ton, but um, I'll go with chains. Uh, winter or summer training? Oh, summer. I'm old. I hurt in the cold. I actually like training in the winter, but if I had a choice, I can go outside more easily in the summer. So I guess I go summer. Yeah. Um, as, long, as far as indoor, I think I like winter. I like winter training. It's maybe kind of goes with our next category, which is about physique and bulking up and stuff. But um, okay, so next round, lightning round, and again, listeners, think about this yourselves, right? What's your choice on some of these difficult decisions? Uh, physique category. Phil, uh, anterior or posterior? Uh, posterior, by far. No question. Yeah, posterior. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. Even from a bodybuilding perspective, I think nothing looks as powerful as a huge back, for example, or a yeah. big butt. You know? mm. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That'll be an outtake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, um, chest or arms? Uh, chest. Yeah, I'd go chest. Me, too. Okay, that's, that's three th- for three. Um, lats or traps? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> traps, traps. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Windler on this one. Like, if you get old and tired of training, just train nothing but necks and traps, and you'll look strong. You will. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Big neck and traps. It's like, oh, that dude's big. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to go with neck and traps. I actually started doing more neck training again. So, yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with lats. Yeah. Um. For lower body, quads or hamstrings and adductors? I'm going to lump those last two together. I'll go with hamstrings, I guess. I'll go on the sports end. But mm-hmm. I like quads, too. 
Yeah, I'd say hamstrings. Yeah. I'm going to go with that, too. I mean, I think about Tom Platt's legs. He was, Between his adductors and his hamstrings, oh, so much mass. I mean, his same. quads were, like, sitting on top of all that meat, you know? See, I just hate that now because the quads have gotten such a – they're, like, back seat now so much. Yeah, it's almost It's reversed. like over – it's almost – it's gone way the other way. It's like, man, those are big muscles, too. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> People have, like, put them in this, like, third tier that – Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, some of these that. are painful, so – if you do a dissection, it's amazing how big the adductors actually are. I don't think most people realize how much space they take up oh, on no just doubt. an average person. Once I heard Bill Phillips say something, like, what are those, like the size of a pencil? And I'm like, no, you're thinking of the sartorius, no. man. You're not, not the adductors. Those are big chunks of meat. Huge. Uh, yeah, so yeah, like I said, I, I love quads too. So mm. some of these are painful decisions. Uh, <laughs> bloated or ripped? Oh. But bloat is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd probably have to go with ripped, I guess. I'm going to barely choose ripped. Barely. Because you're right. Bloated <laughs> is fun. <laughs> um, all right. Some more physique stuff. Arnold or Zane? I'm going to go with Arnold. I like his physique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to go with Arnold, too. Although it's it's they're, they're different. But if I had to pick, I'd get Arnold. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Zane. I think that's he's just about perfect physique-wise. Yeah. Let's march through the decades then. Gaspari or Haney? I'll go with Lee Haney. Yeah, I'd go with Haney too. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rich Gaspari. I always thought he was you know first guy to skid on stage. Not only did he have ripped glutes, but he was thick. Oh, God, he was so thick. Yeah, pretty symmetric too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Labrada, Lee Labrada or Flex Wheeler? Labrada, I just like Labrada better. I think. He, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd agree with that too. But I think in terms of natural potential, I don't think anyone compares to Flex. But I go with Lee. Yeah, I like Lee Labrada's physique too. So that's Lee. Uh, and then finally, with the new group, Phil Heath or Branch Warren. God, that's a, neither. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say we had to pick one. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> Just can't do both. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. What do you uh, think, Mike? Do you have a preference? Uh, Phil Heath or Branch Warren? I would go with Branch just because it, it. I just love this sort of old school mentality of it. So Yeah, I, that's what I thought too. I chose Branch Warren too. I just yeah. like sort of that. He seems more like the kind of guy that would wear dirty sweats and listen to metal in the gym. A little bit of Dorian yeah. Yates flavor there maybe. Yeah. Uh, yep. He wouldn't say something like, it doesn't matter if you can bench 500 if you can look like it. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Next up. Uh, and again, hopefully some people listen to this in their car on the way to work. They can uh, throw in their own uh, answers. Food. You can put them up on our Facebook page. It's true. Yeah. Because I got this on a little uh, notepad thing, so I could, I could upload it. For food, uh, Phil, beef or chicken or salmon? Beef. Yeah. Oh, I'd go salmon. I thought you might. I thought about you when yeah. I... Uh, I got to go beef myself. Do, is it, does that mean I eat more beef than I do chicken? No, I eat more chicken probably, but I'm going to choose beef. Um, being good boys with, with our diets now, uh, veggies or fruits? Veggies. Ooh. I, I'd actually probably go more fruit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go more... F- I like veggies, but I don't eat them as much. I do a much better job with fruits, so maybe I'll say fruit. 
Um, okay. Um, too bad John Mike's not on for this one. Eggs and bacon or pancakes? Oh, eggs, oh. And, eggs and bacon for me, honestly. <laughs> oh, I, I'd have to go pancakes. I don't think there's any question. Yeah, I think John Mike would go pancakes. I, I think I'm going to go eggs and bacon, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, that's a tough one, man. Breakfast mm-hmm. food is tough. It is. Uh, here's another tough one. Uh, all you can eat buffet or massive home barbecue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that pretty much, there's two buffets. Um, so I'm going to go with home barbecue. Okay, yeah, as long as it's massive. Yeah, and get a whole pig and roast it. And, yeah. I think I would go with a buffet. It's just too easy. <laughs> you know, you go out to Vegas and you just with a bunch of buddies who also lift, and you just yeah, they're sta- they're staring at you with their mouths agape. <laughs> we had we had competitions where we would like pick a buffet and try and beat it, <laughs> and we did it several times at Kentucky Fried Chicken. We would like we would okay, we're going for the original recipe, and we would like eat it faster than they could cook it, and then so we'd move to the next one. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I never thought about beating it. That's great. Yeah, you got to try and beat the buffet. <laughs> they can't, you can't beat up. the whole thing. You have to. You have to target in and annihilate a section. Yeah. Yeah, make them frustrated. You yes. know. You get out. You've been here full hour. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one I was thinking about Phil because I've seen this in your gym. But and you can't say both. <laughs> brownies or cookies? Uh, brownies. Okay. Uh, I'd go with cookies. Yeah. I'm going to go Brownies. And the reason I can't, I, I said can't do both. Everybody is because uh, I've been to Phil's place where his uh, his wife would make sort of hybrid brownie cookie things. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't get those when I was doing. Yeah. Win win, <laughs> win win. Um, whey or casein? Whey, whey. I'm gonna go with whey too. Um, I think casein has its advantages, but creatine or beta alanine? Creatine. Creatine. Yeah, me too. Creatine. There's so many, so many um, next gen, you know, alternatives for creatine. Better uh, than creatine. <laughs> yeah, just take creatine. It works, right? Yeah. I mean, creatine. Uh, creatine. Every said every new supplement that comes. I out. know. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. Oh, breakfast. I'm gonna go Best breakfast too. Yeah. Okay, that's food. That's the food category. Next, uh, we can have some fun with this one. Um, media. So music, movies. Uh, here's one for Phil. Slayer or Five Finger Death Punch? Oh, Slayer. Not a question. <laughs> <laughs> this is also for Mike. <laughs> yeah, I love both of those, but uh, I got to go with Slayer. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Five Finger Death Punch. You turn me yeah. on to those guys, Mike. They're uh, uh, hateful, I love those guys. Hateful guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good for the gym. Uh, drums or guitar? Drums. Oh, I'd say I have to go with drums, too. Okay. I'm going to go with guitar. I don't think there's a wrong answer there. <laughs> yeah. Um, movies now. The original Conan or 300? Oh, uh, Conan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd go with Conan. I am too, but that's a painful one because I like mm-hmm. 300 too. Yeah. yeah. I was always pissed off when, you know, you'd get reviewers talk about, oh, this is sort of like repressed homosexuality with the 300 thing. I'm like, you're what? missing yeah. some, you're missing the <laughs> message. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't think there's a replacement for Arnold and Conan. Mm-hmm. Okay, comic book heroes, Hulk or Thor? 
Uh, I'll go with Hulk. Oh. I'd go with Thor. Yeah, I'm a Thor guy myself. Uh, yeah, that's tough, though. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Here's one uh, for the science side. you got to be old enough to catch this, uh, listeners, but uh, <laughs> not really old, but Dexter or Jimmy Neutron? Dexter. Mm, Dexter. Yeah, I chose Dexter, too. You know, uh, I think a woman actually did his voice, Dexter's voice. It passed away this past year. So. Oh, really? Unfortunate. Huh. Yeah, you can't be Dexter. Uh, I still... Uh, I should put a little clip of it up. Uh, of the, there's a coffee episode with Dexter. It's it's so funny. I'm just rolling. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, tech and tools. Phone or computer? Computer. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if I could explode my phone and just be away from it. It's a computer. <laughs> I go with computer. Yeah, me too. The computers still do more. You know, it kind of irritates me. The Google people are sending me little messages like, Iron Radio doesn't have an automatic mobile f- switch when we, you, you use a mobile device. I'm like, I hate those uh, mobile things. It just dumbs down the whole website. I, I get it that it's a little phone, but phones aren't even that little anymore. You know, and you yeah, make your whole site into three buttons. Uh, I'm not sure I like that. Well, that was the whole big thing that Google was forcing everyone to, to move over to mobile. And if you look at your stats, like most of my stats, like it's, I think, 80% of my stuff now is mobile. Oh, so yeah. it's I, pretty I know. crazy. I know it is. Yeah. Uh, Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. I'd say Facebook I use more. Uh, I use Twitter. I hate Facebook. Uh, I know we have a listener group on Facebook and whatnot, but um, I get back to people like once a week because only on Sunday when I'm actually publishing, you know, the Iron Radio show, am I on Facebook, you know. You got nothing else to do all week, Lonnie. Come on. Oh, that's right. right. (laughs) Anyway, Twitter is fast. Um, Here's a funny one. This is uh, more on the tools side, maybe weapons. Sword or gun? Oh. I'm getting lazy and old. I'm going to go with a gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'd probably go gun. Gun. Well, swords I'd, are just cool. Yeah, yeah. Swords are too symbolic. I'm going sword. Yeah. Of course, I, I'll I'll die to somebody with a gun. <laughs> but I'll feel heroic doing it. <laughs> yeah. cool. yeah. All right. We're wrapping this uh, up a little bit here. Um, education. Uh, science or humanities or art? Oh, uh, I, I like science. Okay, I like them all, but yeah, science. Does the guy with the master? I got the master's in art. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go science. No uh, I'm going to go science too, but that is that's a really tough one. It's yeah. really, really tough. Um, well, this is a, similar to the science one, I guess. Experiments or experience? But don't they go hand in hand? Um, you have to do experiments to get experience. Uh, experience, I guess. Uh, fair. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd go experiments if I had to pick one. Yeah, that one's tough. I'd go to experiments too, but yeah, unless you go see how it pans out in a sort of a practical setting, you know. So it's, that one's tough. Um, teach a workshop or attend a big conference. Teach a workshop. Oh, I'd probably go teach if I had a choice. Yeah, I think you learn a lot by teaching. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go with attend oh, yeah. a big conference, though. They're such a blast. 
Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know, you're sitting there, and you know, you know what it's like, Mike. Like our next person is the director of the World Health Organization yeah. or a Nobel laureate, <laughs> and you you feel tiny and yet somehow enriched for being there. You know. Yeah. Not to mention the free swag and stuff. <laughs> All right, the last one here, just winding down. Uh, this is transportation slash location. Harley or crotch rocket? Harley, not a question. Come on. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'd actually probably have to say Harley just because if I had a crotch rocket, I might kill myself. So Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to choose Harley too, actually. I've always liked that approach more. Actually, I, I got on my brother's katana back in the day when he had one, and I never divulged this before. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd never been on a bike before. And within, I swear to God, three seconds, I was three blocks down the road in the neighbor's bushes. <laughs> so I'm like, enough, <laughs> enough of that. I'd much rather cruise along with something that says power, you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, Porsche or Hummer. Hummer. Mm, I go Porsche. Yeah. I'm going to go Porsche too. Uh, I can't fit in one, so it's not yeah, a I don't choice. Know how fit, but. Yeah. You know, I like the older ones too. Maybe I'm a curmudgeon, but those old 911s, I like when the old, the sports cars, any of the cars, they flared more, you know, they had those sort of aggressive fenders and everything's so slim now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, bus or cab? Like I'm getting driven in one? Yeah, like you're traveling, <laughs> you're at a seminar somewhere. Bus or cab? cab? A cab. Cab, I hate buses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buses can be cheap, you know, yeah, but... Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm torn on that one. Because the cab drivers, they drive all over and rack up their meter. You know, you feel like uh, I had a student go after a cab driver once. I'm like, all right, take it easy. He's like, you're circling the whole damn city, you know. (laughs) I I guess I would go cab too. Long layover or rush to the gate? Rush to the gate. Oh. Uh, I'd probably go layover just because I hate doing the OJ Simpson through the airport. Okay, yeah. I think I'm going to rush to the gate, too. Maybe that's my type A personality, but just get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only been a handful of times I had to actually sprint, you know, through the airport. Yeah. That, that I didn't do that suck. when we were going to the conference in Japan because we got there late and so I'm sprinting across the whole airport, so that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Although the family and I did that. Where were we? Uh it might have been when we were going to the UK. We were going to Heathrow in London, I think, and sprinting around. It was crazy. Uh, I got one last one. California or Kansas? I've lived in them both. Yep. I like Kansas. I like where I'm at. Okay. For Mike, let's make you California or Minnesota. Oh. I actually like Minnesota. I think California is beautiful, but it's super expensive. I like, I like <laughs> visiting. But if if we're yeah. talking where to live, Kansas, where to visit, California. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I if I do Minnesota. California or Ohio, like you feel, I've lived in both. Mm-hmm. Um, it's surprising. I think I'm going to go with Ohio. I yeah. don't know. Uh, my mom always says, you know, you value what you grew up with. You know, but I felt like there was no canopy of trees when I was in San Diego. Everything yeah. just felt like so dry and sparse. I felt like I was on the surface of the moon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like the beach. Uh, yeah. and, but... Yeah, I like the change of seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas in San Diego was boring, yeah. you know, by comparison, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Something weird about putting lights on palm trees with no snow. Amen. Mm-hmm. I tried not it. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, 
That's it. Um, that's the lightning round. I thought what we would do in the future, because I don't want John Mike to feel left out, because, I mean, questions about pancakes. He's probably thinking, oh, damn. <laughs> so we can do something similar with favorites, and that takes more, um, maybe more thought you know, mm-hmm. on your guys' behalf, because it's not a closed question. But maybe in the future we'll do, like, you know, favorite food, favorite oh, lift, you, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and again, it's fun. We had a listener uh, literally uh, write in and say, you know, more of that light stuff. That's actually fun, you know. Yeah. And, again, listeners can think about these things for themselves and, you know, where they fit in amongst us, I guess. Yeah. And Merry Christmas to everybody. We, yeah, won't, be on until, to we won't be on until after. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So... Yeah, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I prefer Merry Christmas myself, but uh, yeah. I, I'm not offended. If somebody says Happy Hanukkah, yes, great. I respect that. I honor yeah. that. You know, anyway. yep. cool. All right, yeah. fellas. All right, until next time. All right, see you guys. Hey, listeners, have you seen the store at IronRadio.org? There are three halls in the store, one for Phil, one for Fortress, and one for myself, Dr. Lowry, and they're thematic. So you can go into our Halls of Iron store and choose based on your goal. If you need something to learn or read or something nutritional, you can look in my store, uh, Lonnie's store. If you want something about injury prevention, Uh, or competition, then take a look at Phil's Hall of Iron. And if you want something about motivation or daily training, Fortress's Hall has what you're looking for. There are some fun heroic descriptors uh, as you browse through the stores. We try to make it a little more fun than the average boring online store. And whether you're a novice lifter or someone more experienced, you can take heart that you're not wasting your time. The things that we put in each Hall of Iron are actually based on our own recommendations. Protein powders that we know to be good, uh, knee sleeves, wraps of some kind, things that Fortress uses in his own training. Uh, The stuff you, you see, you know is good. This way you don't waste time. So check out the Iron Radio store at ironradio.org and um, let us know what you think on the forums and certainly you can request products and we will uh, screen them before they go in. So... Thanks for listening. Iron Radio is accepting donations. If you like what we do, the professors, the scientists, the bodybuilding show promoters, the athletes themselves in powerlifting and bodybuilding, um, please consider making a donation or maybe buying something from the ironradio.org store. Uh, We also are accepting supporting members. So for $4 a month, which is frankly less than the bank sneaks out of your account in fees, you can step up and support a form of sort of public radio for the bodybuilding and powerlifting and strength community. The Iron Radio podcast and all of the audio on ironradio.org is for informational purposes only. If you're interested in starting a diet or exercise program, it's important to check with your physician. Also seek the help of registered dietitians, athletic trainers, and qualified exercise physiologists in order to make the progress that you need.